Ed Peters, and I welcome you to What's New. We move on today to verse 32 of Matthew chapter 27. After Jesus had been mocked and beaten, Matthew tells us that the soldiers led him out to be crucified. That was verse 31. Now Matthew continues his account of this event. In verse 32 we read the following. As they were on their way to the execution grounds, they came across a man from Cyrene in Africa, Simon was his name, and forced him to carry Jesus' cross. account of this event, we learn that Simon was the father of Alexander and Rufus. Mark refers to these men in such a way as to suggest that they were known by those to whom he wrote his gospel. So it may well be that Rufus is the same person referred to by Paul in Romans 16:13. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. After the Roman soldiers had mercilessly tortured and mocked Jesus, a man whom Pilate had found not guilty, they put his clothes back on and led him away to be crucified. Actually, the mockers, including Pilate, the soldiers, the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders, were theologically right in their statements. Jesus was the king of the Jews, as Pilate had affixed on the cross. The Jewish leaders had said he saved others, yet he cannot save himself. Matthew 27, 42, that was true. 
Jesus was committed to do the Father's will and therefore couldn't save himself. As the crowd and the soldiers with Jesus were leaving the city, Jesus, who was weakened by the severe floggings, was too weak to carry the crossbeam, and the procession met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. Chapter 27, 32. Cyrene was a city in North Africa where many Jews resided. Simon, likely a Jew judging from his name, had probably come from Cyrene to attend the Passover activities in Jerusalem. He was conscripted to carry Christ's cross. He just happened to be there. The cross he carried was in all probability the crossbar. It was the Roman custom for the convicted criminal to carry the crossbar as far as the place of execution. The upright standard was already placed in the ground. The upright pole was only about seven to nine feet long. That is, it stood only about two to three meters in height. With the crossbar fastened a short distance below the top of the upright pole, the feet of the one being crucified were very close to the ground. Sitting at the foot of the cross meant literally sitting very near the feet of Jesus. Crucifixion had its origin in the east in Persia and Media. The Romans adopted it as a method of execution, and they made an art form out of it. After the convicted criminal was flogged, he would be required to carry the crossbar. A sign or placard noting the crime, called a titulus, was either placed around the criminal's neck or carried by someone else preceding the criminal. Sometimes a crier would shout out the crime on the way to the place of execution. At the sight, the criminal would be stripped, and his wrists were either tied or nailed to the crossbar and fastened to the upright post. Sometimes a pin or block was fastened to the post so that the victim could partially sit and rest on it. And sometimes the victim's feet also rested on and were nailed to a block. Both the block for the seat and the block for the feet were there to prolong the victim's agony. Sometimes death lingered for three days. When the soldiers wished to hurry death, they would break the legs of the victim, so he was unable to lift himself in order to breathe. Cardiac arrest or suffocation soon followed. After the body was nailed or tied to the crossbar and affixed to the upright pole, finally the placard was fastened just above the head of the victim. Sometimes the victim's side was pierced with a spear to make death certain. The reason for crucifixion was twofold, to cause excruciating suffering and to lift the criminal to public view and disgrace. Executions were performed on well-traveled roads. I'll speak about the intense suffering experienced by a victim of crucifixion tomorrow. Rome used this form of execution extensively. Augustus Caesar is said to have executed 30,000 in this way. On one occasion, 6,000 persons were crucified 
beside the famous and well-traveled Appian Way south of Rome. The Jews did not crucify as a means of execution. Crucifixion was abhorrent to the Jews, but bodies of criminals were often hung on crosses or trees after death in order to expose them to public shame and disgrace. At the conquest of the Holy Land by Joshua and his forces, they captured five Amorite kings and confined them in a cave. After the battle was concluded, the five kings were brought out, and the record states that then Joshua struck and killed the kings and hung them on five trees, and they were left hanging on the trees until the evening. Joshua 10.26 Moses gave the following instruction from God. If a man guilty of a capital offense is put to death and his body is hung on a tree, you must not leave his body on the tree overnight. Be sure to bury him that same day because anyone who is hung on a tree is under God's curse. Deuteronomy 21, 22-23 When the Jews considered a person cursed by God, his body was hung on a tree until evening. That's why the Jews insisted that Jesus' death be hastened by the soldiers so that his body could be removed before evening and before the preparation for the Passover and the Sabbath began. What interests me is the way God superintended this whole matter of Christ's sacrifice. Man thought he was doing it his way, but man was doing it all God's way. Even this business of hanging on the cross being a curse, Paul wrote, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. As it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Galatians 3.13 While Jesus' enemies wanted to be sure that this man was cursed by God. So they insisted on crucifixion. God was at work too. Christ bore the whole punishment of sin, and hanging on a tree or cross was a part of that curse. It was the payment for sin, and it was the way of satisfying God's holiness. I'm told that one of the reasons some Jews refused to consider Jesus as Messiah is because he was placed under God's curse. But that is precisely what was necessary for him to become our Savior. Jesus paid it all in full.
Let's Know is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA. 